And welcome back to the newest episode of Five Foot Five and Growing Podcast. This is Christine. How are you guys doing today? It is Sunday, September 1st, 2019. And I'm coming on tonight to talk about goals. Goals has been the theme for the last couple of episodes. Last episode, I kind of went over the fitness goals that my nephew and I came up with that we're going to start today. Tonight's episode is how I'm going to figure out how to do those goals, so to speak. Follow me. So, like I said last episode, in case in case you missed it, today is my brother's birthday. He would be 48 years old. It's been a rough day, to be quite honest with you. Didn't sleep very well. I haven't slept very well on the eve of his birthday ever since he's passed away. Same goes with the night he passed away, uh, July 27th. Something about that. Same with my dad. Those nights, they just never... It's like my subconscious keeps me awake. But... My nephew and I were going to start today because new month, new goals, new focus, so on and so forth. Well, since I didn't sleep very well and the kitty cat bear decided to wake me up at the crack of dawn, it's been an off day. So technically, we started today. We did a weigh-in. The nephew is at 225 uh, he's lost a couple pounds in the last couple days. I'm not sure how. And I weighed in at 322. Not happy about it. I also think there's some other issues that bumped me up an extra couple pounds, but I'm not. It's a little too, so too, too much on the podcast. So we did the weigh-ins. No pictures. Uh, we're going to do the before and after pictures later this week. Because like I said, it was a slow start this morning. So today, uh, I've been thinking about how I can implement these things or things to hit my goals. So I forwarded my list of or the little contract that we made to myself at work. So I'm going to print that out and put that up at work. So I have a constant focus right there all day. In order to lose the weight um, my, the things that I eat are going to have to change drastically. So the last month or so I've been lazy for the lack of a better word because of my surgery and the recovery. I actually saw the doctor again this past Friday because I was having some sharp pains, um, the other day that were associated with the injury or the surgery told me it's normal you know the mesh that they put in to fix the hernia is shifting due to me you know recovering and it's healing itself so those pains are to be expected growing pains so to speak I also asked him about exercise he told me since I am still having pain and I'm only what five weeks removed from surgery uh, that I have to take it slow. 
So that information, coupled with the pain I still have, is going to make this process of losing weight a little more difficult because I can't go all out in the beginning. So I'm really going to have to focus on what I put in my body and less than less focus on movement of my body because I can only do so much. A friend of mine, shout out to Otis, uh, suggested, or he's doing the, the master cleanse. Now I can't do that. I ain't there yet. But shout out to Mo. Oh, good luck, homie. I know you've done it before, so I have faith that you could do it again. I can't necessarily do the cleanse entirely with my um, diabetes. I got to eat stuff. So I don't think I could just do just the cleanse that some people do where they only drink the liquid and maybe like roll with that. I, I can't do that. But what I can do is modify that. So starting not tomorrow because tomorrow's the holiday. Starting Tuesday, uh, I went to our local health food store and bought like a it's the master cleanse, but it's already pre-made for you. You just take a certain percentage of it or a certain like shot and dilute it with water and chug that down instead of mixing it yourself. So I'm going to take that with me to work and throughout the day, try to knock that down in addition to no more sodas, no more sweet teas, no Sprites, no ginger ale, maybe ginger ale because ginger ale is Ginger ale is more medicinal than it is actual beverage, but that's a story. Uh, no, that's not even a story for another day. People know ginger ale is healing properties. I don't count that as a beverage. So, no more sodas. No more fruity beverages. I like tea, so I'm going to stick with the tea. I'm just going to use honey and fresh ginger as my, I guess, uh, sweetener or taste adjuster. Oh, and lemon and turmeric. Shout out to turmeric. I got a, found a, a, an Indian uh, market in town. So I'm going to go there and see if I can find some nice fresh turmeric. Uh, the turmeric powder works, but I figured fresh turmeric might work better, especially if I'm using fresh ginger. So that's step one is to try to flush out some of this crap that I've been eating the last few weeks with part of the cleanse. Just drinking more water, trying to get all these bad habits out or some of the bad foods out. I noticed my skin's gotten worse since I've been home recovering. Uh, it's not horrible. I don't look like a a teenager, but it's just not... It's not where I want it to be. So that's step one with the changes that I'm going to start with. Step two um, is going to be a different meal prep. So I'm not a big fan of making a lunch. I never have been really. Like in school... Like, I either had lunch money, which was my allowance, but I made shoveling driveways and 
mowing the lawn and washing cars every week. Or on the off day, my mom would let me like make a sandwich and take it to school. They were tasty from my perspective, but they just they didn't look like the like the Disney Channel version of a school lunch and I always kinda hated that. You know, it's just like a ham sandwich with like miracle whip and some chips and a thing of Kool-Aid. That's not that's it's not impressive, you know, when you open up your lunch bag that my Scooby Doo lunchbox is not really impressing anybody. Or actually I think I had a Jetsons lunchbox too. So fast forward, even though I'm forty and I know better, my lunches still just don't look as impressive as other people's. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just my own mental hang up. It could be. But I'm not a big fan of bringing my lunch to work because it just never, I don't know, it just never panned out. But when I've had, um, when I've tried to do lose weight in the past, taking my lunch to work actually helped. So, um, story time. In 2014, 2014 was probably one of the worst beginning to end years of my life. Just poo. Uh, January, I got fired for the first time on some BS, some major BS. Uh, I couldn't find a job to save my life, literally. It was like three months, almost three months. And that doesn't seem like an eternity, but when you're a thousand miles from home, living in an apartment that you can no longer afford, yeah, it was a little tough. But I finally found a job the very first day of April, and I was like, okay, so things are looking up. I found a job. It wasn't too far from home. It paid decently. Okay, great. And then my friend... ghosted me like we were cool Thursday and Friday nope and then the whole summer just ignored every call ignored every text I was like I didn't exist anymore and I swear to you five years later I have no idea what I did there's probably a good therapist who could help me with that but that's not the point of the story. Anywho, so I was dealing with that, which was like a heartbreak. It was like be- being broken up with, but not officially. And we were friends. And I was like, this person lived down the street. We did a ton of stuff together. It was devastating. Soul-crushingly devastating. So, but I had a job. I had my place. I had my kitty cat. So... I was determined to like focus my energy and frustrations into working out. So I lived as meager as possible. There was no major like eating out like I was doing before. It was just bare bones, but my bills were paid for the most part. And I was pretty proud of that. I would go to work. Actually, let me backtrack. 
this is how cold I was from like June, May, June till July. I would wake up, do a mini workout at home. I had P90X and Insanity at the time, but I didn't do P90X. I think I didn't. Was it T25? No, I might have did. I might have done T25 or Insanity. I can't remember at the moment. But I did that before work, or mod modification of that before work, and then take shower, go to work. We wore um, scrubs, so I would just put on. Uh, I would have basketball shorts and uh, a t-shirt under my scrubs. Go to lunch, made a tuna, made tuna salad for lunch, ate that in my car. Or I would go, well, there was a park down the street from where we worked. Had a whole track. It was actually a nice park. Um, basketball courts, tennis courts, little trail. Beautiful. I would go work out, run, jog, push-ups, uh, step-ups, leg lifts. Remember, this is Georgia heat in the dead of summer. And I'm out there at noon exercising at 270 pounds. I was out there. I would do that for like a half hour, 40 minutes. Go back to my car. Wipe down with some baby wipes. Inhale my tuna. Drive back to work. Get out of work at 4.30. Go back to that same park. And then work out again. That's how dedicated I was. I was walking. I would jog. Like I said, I did push-ups. And the whole time, my brain was in a full-on, like, cry mode. Because I was so sad about my friend just playing on ghosting me. That's all I thought about that whole summer. I think I lost... 10 pounds, 10, 15 pounds or so, give or take. I, the, the numbers are a little fuzzy at the moment. But I was doing, like I said, I was doing pretty good. It was my whole focus. I barely had any extra money. I think I called my brother a couple of times and be like, yo, can I just, can you just put $25 in my bank account? I got you in like two weeks. And he was like, that's all you want? And I'm like, yes. Just just that's all I want and he was like okay and he did it and I would do it for him and, you know if he ever called um and that's how it worked out for like I said from like May to June and most of July I was feeling better I still you know was hurt and it still made no sense to me but I like I said I turned my focus to that Especially if you don't have any money, it's kind of hard to indulge. I was good until July 27th, 2014. It was a really good focus. And then I got blindsided with the worst news of my life at that point. Besides my dad passing away. I need to get back to that. I don't want the the destruction of 
my whole psyche to go away like it did and lose that friendship that I did. I don't want to lose another family member like I did in 2014. But I need that focus. And maybe maybe the ghosting was the catalyst or the reason for it. Like I said, I don't want that again. I really don't. I don't think I emotionally can handle that again. But I need that focus back. Because that person, as heartbroken as I was, as many nights that I cried myself to sleep or cried with my kitty cat in my arms... I liked what I was becoming because I was focused. It might have been an avoidance, but I was still focused a, a bit to do things correctly. And it, it felt good. And I miss that. And I need that back now. So the plan going forward now is to take a little of, the, of what I learned in 2014 and use it now. So I don't think I could do the whole workout before work, at lunch, and after work. Because logistically, it doesn't. it's not set up that way. Uh, there is a gym. There is a Planet Fitness down the street from where I work. But because of like the traffic and trying to get there, I lose like a good 10-15 minutes just in the car to get there and back. My, my lunch break's only 45 minutes. So working out on my lunch break might not be the most efficient, at least at the gym. I might be able to get away with just walking around the parking lot. I'm not sure. Well, at least in the beginning, I may have to do that because of the restrictions I have with the surgery. So I guess that's, yeah, I guess I'll have to do that to start. It's just to walk, walk the parking lot, or I think there's a park not too, too far from where I work, but I gotta, I need to figure out the logistics of that to make sure I'm not losing the time where I can exercise. Because one of my goals is to walk at least a mile a day. It takes me about 20 minutes to walk a mile, a little over 20 minutes to walk a mile. So if I have 30 minutes on my lunch break to walk, I could get my mile in and, and achieve that goal, you know, before I even leave the house or before I even leave work that day. Me and the nephew, like I said, we work different schedules at the moment. So it's going to be interesting trying to figure out how we could work out together. Now, I found a CrossFit uh, workout that I was doing in Georgia, the one that I was doing before I went to work, which was uh, you start with 25 squats and you do five push-ups, then you do 20 squats, 10 push-ups, 15 squats, 15 push-ups, 10 squats, 20 push-ups, five squats, 25 push-ups, and that's your whole workout. It doesn't sound hard, I think I'd be okay with the squats. The push-ups are going to be an issue because of the surgery. I mean, they would have been an issue regardless because I weigh so much. And it's going to be hard to do push-ups. But in addition to that, with the ab issues, it's going to make it that much harder. 
So I'm going to attempt it. I think I can try to figure out a way to modify the push-ups. Maybe do push-ups like standing up against the wall. Like they they have like, um, I know there's a modification for that. Or maybe, I know I have push-up bars and I could do the push-ups on my knees. So we'll figure something out. But the nephew and I are starting those tomorrow. So that should be a start. So if I could do that coupled with the walking, I'm hoping the first week or so that'll be my introduction to exercise a bit. I'm trying to figure if I can do the push-ups because I really don't want to pull something. I'm trying to figure out what else I could do that would be an upper body exercise because I'm guessing CrossFit or whoever came up with that workout of the day, you're, you know, you're doing your lower half and you're doing your upper half. So maybe I could do like arm curls or something like that if I can't do the push-ups. We'll see about that one. I've been toying with the idea of not telling anybody about this. I know that sounds really strange because I've discussed it on this podcast, which is technically available to a ton of people. But um, one of the things I've been really struggling with this past week is I go between real G's moving silence versus holding it in is stifling me. Like that's my conundrum at the moment. And it's not just necessarily about this plan or this workout, these goals. It's about a lot of things in life. Uh, I used to share or overshare on Facebook a ton Especially when I was going through it with my brother and seriously, 2014 was rough, but I used to just pour my heart out because that was the only place I thought that I could air my feelings and people cared and they could like or comment or whatever. or They would at least read it and see my pain. It didn't always go that way. And... The response, some of the responses I've gotten from my sharing didn't sit well with me. And I didn't want to be one of those people that was like, screw you, I'm not saying nothing no more. Because that really doesn't help me any. It sounds nice or, you know, it feels that way, but it doesn't really help. But I noticed the less I share personally, the better People are still going to have the same narrative about you, no matter what, because that's all they see. You don't, you know, as the the current adage goes, nobody posts their failures on social media. That wasn't me. I posted my failures, my failures, my suicidal thoughts, uh, my heartbreak, my pain, my depression. I put it all out there. And it was met with some encouragement, and it was also met with some criticism. Some criticisms that I thought were unwarranted at the time, or still do, actually. So, because of that, I don't always feel comfortable speaking about how I feel. Because a lot of people... And feelings aren't right or wrong, they just are. And... 
I don't think a lot of people realize that. Like how you say something or what you say about how someone feels. Sometimes you invalidate that. Sometimes you dismiss that. And that's not cool because now you're just taking this person or myself. I can speak for myself. I just poured my heart, which isn't easy to do. And instead of like meeting it with some compassion, it's met with supposed constructive criticism. Um, or telling you that you're wrong for feeling the way that you feel, even though no one, literally no one has ever walked in your shoes. I'm not saying I'm, you know, impervious to criticism. I'm not. But, like I said, sometimes you want to just, not necessarily just vent, but sometimes you want to get some stuff off your chest and you want to hear somebody or feel like somebody's like nodding along with you like yeah I get it that sucks I'm sorry you're going through that yeah I hope it gets better for you some people don't always want you know the truth back to them when they just pour their heart out especially somebody like me because I'm so self aware it's it's like you didn't hear what I said. You just heard a tone or you feel like it's a narrative. So you're speaking on a narrative and not necessarily how I feel. So with that, it makes me a little leery to talk about stuff. So, real G's move in silence, right? I really need to adopt that. Now, if I adopt that, that defeats the purpose of this entire podcast. Little hypocritical? Maybe, maybe not the right word. But... It's vital for me to move in silence in certain aspects of my life because I don't feel supported or I don't feel heard in a way that I think suits or fits what I'm going for. Now, you can't ask somebody to support you the way that you want them to support you. They can only do what they can do. And unfortunately, that's what we're left with. So, with that being said, I'm going to have to move in silence. Much to my own detriment. Um, it, it really does hurt my soul a bit not to be able to talk about things. 
people see a certain facade or a certain person when they see me and there's more that meets the eye or more than meets the eye and being able to balance who I am to certain people all the time is a hell of a hell of a skill that I've developed over the years honestly I'm tired but my tiredness doesn't outweigh the need to have to that balancing act it's self-preservation it's a defense mechanism it's all those things rolled into one someday hopefully soon I will find a licensed professional psychologist or psychiatrist who can help me with these issues that I have until then I guess I got to talk about on this podcast. The past, uh, I'd say week or so, a little less than a week or so, I've had um, some very strong feelings that I've really held in and I've been bursting at the seams to tell. And I don't know who I can tell. And I mean, it's nothing tragic, like it's not some, you know, deep, dark secret or it's nothing like that. It's just feelings that I feel like I should be able to express to someone. Not the whole world, but, you know, close confidant, a friend, a sister, a cousin, something. And I don't feel like I have that. And that's not a knock on the people that are friends, cousins, siblings. Per se. It's just. I I am certain things to certain people. And some of my feelings. And some of the thoughts that I have. Don't mesh well. Don't mesh well. With who I am to certain people. Not sure that makes sense. But. It just does. To me. And. I wouldn't change those relationships that I have because they serve a purpose for me and for the other person. But in this particular case of what I wanted to confide into someone, it doesn't serve a good purpose for me. And it it's stifling. It's what I was talking about at the beginning about the 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 conundrum of moving in silence and Holding things in. Me holding that in, I feel like it's repressive. It's it's part of the biting your tongue. I don't I don't want to do that. I know it's a necessity. I know I've created barriers in certain relationships because of that, or barriers have been put in place in relationships because of who I am or what I am to a person, but that's not serving me anymore. Or it's not serving in the way that I want it to. And it, it was, you know, I, you know, you make friends with people at work and you, you giggle about some stuff and then I was feeling a certain way and I just, I wanted to tell somebody but I couldn't. And it was just kind of, like I said, it was just oozing 
the pressure of it was oozing out of me and I just didn't know how to or who to express it to because it was it was something that I wanted to have a conversation about. Like it wasn't something I could just put in my like pink diary and write it down and you know, be okay with it. Although that probably would help. But I wanted to look someone in the eye and say how I was feeling and have a a dialogue about it. A back and forth. Or, you know, maybe if they felt the same way too or have felt that way or in this particular case have advice on, you know, how to deal with it or... I don't know. It was just something I wanted to discuss with somebody that I trusted, not just any old body. And I didn't feel like I could. And then I tried to eke a little bit out and it's it wasn't met. It wasn't met the way I hoped. And I guess I need to work on that. But having someone or Having someone to confide in is really big on my list right now. It's a big need right now because I have thoughts that I can't necessarily express on this podcast, although that's its intended purpose. But I need an outlet for those thoughts and feelings. Um, like I said, they're not negative. They're not, you know, I'm not going to harm myself. I'm not going to. You know, they're nothing negative. It's actually quite positive, depending on the way you look at it. But it's just, it's not suitable for work. Uh, It's not a conversation you should have at work, or at least in my particular case, because I don't trust everyone I work with because they don't, they aren't forthcoming with information. And they're quite backstabby. Some of them have been. So vacillating between real G's moving silence and holding it in is is a struggle. It's it's but that issue has been on my mind all week. And starting this new journey coupling with this this uh need to express myself it's been hard. Because I feel like, like I said this a couple episodes ago, I feel like some of the reason why I am as big as I am isn't necessarily just the foods I eat. It's because I've repressed or stifled or held in or swallowed or bit my tongue on so many different ideas and feelings and concerns and emotions over the years and incidences and grief and heartbreak that I've held all that in I've consumed so much of what I've needed to let out I've retained so much of what I've probably needed to let out in various ways And this past week has shown me that I haven't gotten any better at that. And I need to. So that's it's another goal I need to work on. It's another thing I need to focus on. 
then, like I said, I need to focus that with a licensed professional. Or make my relationships with my friends and such different and try to maybe push push through the preconceived notions and the expectations that they have and that I have of myself with them and see where it goes. Try to talk about some stuff that will make them uncomfortable and will make me uncomfortable, but maybe maybe doing the thing that I fear will help me get it out. Especially if I'm talking to somebody that I can't see necessarily. That might be able to, might be easier of, to get it out. I don't know. But I need my relationships to serve me better. I know that sounds really selfish, but I don't mean it that way. Like... I need to do more with my relationships so they're a little bit more well-rounded and fuller as opposed to a certain strict narrative. Because I I don't want to move in silence as far as how I'm feeling about things anymore. Maybe my plans can be silent as a Apart from this podcast. But I mean like making declarative statements. Or you know. Telling people that I'm on a diet or something like that. Maybe those things need to. Need to cease. But. How I'm feeling about certain things. Maybe those things need to increase. Maybe if people knew how I felt. Specifically. That might change the dynamic of our relationships. A bit something to think about the real G's move in silence shout out to Lil Wayne that used to crack me up because in the video for that song he actually had a piece of lasagna and it was slightly like shifting but you know, it's a double entendre. So it's a real G's move, silent. Like lasagna, like physically lasagna, but also in the word lasagna. It's, it always chuckled, chuckled me at the word play on that one. But I wonder if I could really do that fully. Like, that's the other half of this. Could I really move in silence? Apart, apart from this podcast, because I'm not going to just abandon this. I actually like this. But could I not make any statements about what I'm going to do? Could I, like, could I legitimately drop off the internet world for these next four months and truly move in silence? And not post a thing except for these weekly or every couple of days podcasts and get my listenership up. But maybe I wonder if I could truly move in silence for the next four months or so, give or take. I wonder if I could really do that. Like, you know, the people that make the 
this is it, Facebook, I'm gone for a while, posts, and, like, really, like, deactivate their account, or, like, I, I wonder if I could really do that, because it's become an addiction, you know, we're all, we're all glued to our phones in one, one way or another, some of us more than others, but, you know, could I delete the Facebook app off my phone, so I can't check it throughout the day, or delete Twitter off my phone or Instagram so I can't check that or monitor or not monitor but just you know scroll through other people's lives I don't know I wonder if that would be more beneficial where I could really pour into myself better because I'm not so focused or I'm not using other people's posts as a distraction. Albeit some of them are funny and cute and beautiful and thought-provoking and helpful. But I wonder if I really... If I could really pour into myself by a subtraction... Addition by subtraction. I don't know if I could do that. It's, it's, it sounds like a daunting task. And I don't have a ton of, I won't say real life friends, because that's not true, but I don't have a ton of daily activity with real life friends outside of social media. Because, you know, everybody has a life, kids, wife, husbands, girlfriends, boyfriends, work. So, you know, we don't talk as often as we could or should um, or can. So, without social media, especially Facebook, some stuff I would completely miss from their lives. Not so much, I mean, some of what my life, I mean, I post on there, but. So, I've been thinking about that, too. Could I just deactivate from that life? Because a a lingering thought that I know I'll be mocked for if I ever put it on Facebook, but like part of me, a big part of me, let me get this off my chest. A big part of me would like to just thug it out. Like for real. Part of me would like to delete some stuff off the phone. I mean, obviously I would need some communication to be able to post links and stuff, but Part of me wants to just get like some straight up cornrows a la Cleo and set it off. And I look just like her too, so that doesn't help. But part of me wants to just throw some cornrows in my hair and just gut it out and just drop off. Okay, this is what I really mean. Or this is what it this is what I'm trying to get to. You know how in a movie where the titular character will have to go through some type of montage transformation, a la Rocky Four. Where, and I think I've said this before to somebody. I want my Rocky Four montage change, like that's what I truly want these next four months, three and some change, two and some change, because Thanksgiving I may have to be social, but 
these next four months of this year, I want my Rocky Four montage. You remember in Rocky Four when Rocky went to Russia to train and he was in the snow with that thick, beautiful shirling jacket and um, huge boots hitting, you know, cow meat and all types of stuff and all these like industrial weightlifting techniques out there with Paulie in the snow and my man grew his hair out and Sylvester Stallone grew a beard because you know Rocky was clean cut and he grew his beard and he got all whatever and then he came back transformed to fight Drago that's what I want I want to put some cornrows in my hair and not give two craps about like shaving my legs or anything else and just just I want my Rocky change montage I want I want that hibernation go away for X amount of time and just work on myself with like no outside distractions. Like did he leave Adrian at home or did Adrian come with him? I can't remember at the moment. I think Adrian came with. I could be wrong. But that's what I want. Like I, that's what I feel like I need. Now, could I go away to some other place to do this? That would be great, but that's not an option. So I have to figure out a way to get my 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 Rocky montage change here. But that's what I truly want. I want to I really want someone to braid my hair so I don't have to worry about it. And I wear the same crap to work every day. And the same workout stuff and shorts and a t-shirt or sweatpants because it's going to get cold soon. And that's what I want to do. And I don't want to buy any new clothes. I don't want to maybe a new pair of sneakers. Um, a couple, a couple pairs of sneakers so I can look fly. But anyway, like I just that's what I want. That's if I could truly do this real G's move in silence. But that's what I want. I would really like that. Because I don't feel like the way I can change or I don't feel like the changing the way that I, nope, that's not it. I don't think I can change in the environment that I currently have, how things are currently set up. I don't think I can truly, truly change that way because living here is a trigger and that's a conversation for a much different day and a much earlier time during the day because it is late as I'm recording this but that's what I'm dealing with this week Um, I'm gonna cut it short because the other audio that I recorded for this got cut on accident because I'm new at this so to recap we're gonna change some of our dietary things this week uh, gonna start with the Master Cleanse Modified. Uh, no drinks other than water and my green tea at work because I need that to get through work. With uh, with the turmeric and the ginger and the lemon, and the honey. Uh, we're gonna go back to making my lunch. Uh, either tuna salad because that's good with protein or a chicken salad. I make a real good chicken salad with grapes. So I think that's going to be lunch. 
and then working out before work and on my lunch break I try to incorporate that I can't do too much because of the surgery but I can at least try to get back to my 2014 uh, summer early summer pre pre bra uh, levels maybe not the same consistency or the same uh, production levels but hopefully I can get to that same consistency and knock these first 10 pounds or so off uh, this month. Oh, before I go, so football season started yesterday, Saturday. I went to the store. I bought my wings. I got my potatoes for my hand-cut fries. I got my sauce. I was all ready to go. Seasoned them up, had them in the kitchen or in the fridge marinating for six hours. I go. Alabama was killing Duke. The next, the night game, the Auburn-Oregon game didn't start till 7.30. So I had a good hour and some change to make my wings. Tell me why someone, heavy quotations, someone broke the plug to my deep fryer. When I tell you I wanted to cry, you know that you know that gif with the little boy with the single tear coming down? That was me. Like, I wasn't even angry. Like, my soul was crushed. I didn't even want to cook. And I was starving at that point. I didn't even want to cook anything. Took the whole wind out of my sails. I wanted to just take my ball and go home. It hurt my soul. Now, I had to eat something. I had made all those wings and seasoned them up and cut them up. and So I had to eat something. So I did a little makeshift, cooked them on the stove with a pot and so on and so forth. They tasted good, but it wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. So I don't know if that was the devil at work. Because, you know, the devil is busy. Or if that was God's way of trying to get me not to fry wings. I don't know. I'm leaning towards the latter. I don't know if I want to buy another deep fryer. Or try to find a replacement cord. Which might be difficult. Because the deep fryer is like three years old at this point, And they've probably changed models. So I don't know if I could find a replacement cord on Amazon. Or if I'm supposed to take that as a sign that I'm not supposed to eat chicken wings. Maybe. I don't know. But I was hurt. I was so, so hurt. And like I said, I wasn't mad. I was just, 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 just hurt. Just a soul crushing blow to an otherwise decent Saturday of college football. Like all my teams won. Alabama was good. My team, Michigan, killed. Syracuse shut out Liberty, although they should have. Like, Georgia State upset Tennessee, which was beautiful. Shout out to Georgia State. Like, it was a good day. Until, like, they they murdered my plug. My plug. You can't even use it. It was a perfectly good deep fryer. But the plug is completely broken. I don't... I feel like it was sabotage. Uh, the devil was busy. 
So that was my Saturday. I just wanted to update for the people who who know my love for chicken wings. It's wings over everything. But Saturday, somebody tried to bring your girl down. They almost took me out. They almost they almost got me, but I weathered through it. But we'll see if I can find a replacement part by next Saturday. Because Texas plays LSU, and I think there's another couple of good games in there on Saturday, so we'll see what happens. And then the NFL starts next week, so they just they won't let me be great. They just won't let me be great. So, to end this out on a quote, I am going to find one. I always start this out so nicely prepared, and then somehow I get distracted and I get messed up. I'm going to find a quote here without making too much noise on this microphone. Maybe not. Maybe, 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 maybe. Here we go. We'll get two quotes today. The first one is from the Queen, Maya Angelou. You alone are enough. You have nothing to prove to anyone. That's true. That is true, Mrs. Johnson. I have nothing to prove. I just need to believe that. And the other quote. Do, 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 do. Nope. Hmm. Oh, no, don't like that one. Nope. You know, I have them lined up, and then, like I said, something goes wrong, and then it's just poor planning on my part. I gotta do better. Let me find... I should have just left it with Queen Angelou. But, no, I got greedy. Here we go. Same vein. Reassurance has to come from thyself. You'll lose your mind if you look for it elsewhere and fail to seek it. So that's the quote for the day. Remember to drink your water. Take care of yourselves. Call your family. Tell them you love them. Check the deep fryer plug before you start your cooking process so you don't get your feelings hurt. Peace.